<clears throat> Good evening. How are we? So I've been trying to do a live stream interview with Mirko on Coffee Fixation page. And for some reason, someone that is based in Melbourne, I cannot do a live stream with. This is very perplexing. So I'm starting it here and he's going to be interviewing me. And hopefully, hopefully when he jumps in, um, this should all work. Hopefully this should all work. Also, yeah, Pink Yoshi, Knitted Yoshi, been playing, uh, uh, what is it, Yoshi's Knitted um, World or whatever. It's so much fun. Everything is made of yarn. I love it. Yeah, how is everyone? How are we doing? Um, I'm just waiting for Mirko from Coffee Fixation to jump in, and then we're going to be hopefully doing an interview. And you guys can ask me anything. I know. I know scary stuff. Um, alrighty. So. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to tap some waves. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Hello, lovelies. This is from Coffee Fixation. Um, he does a lot of social media and marketing around Melbourne, uh, all around good ego, and I'm meant to be on his page and he's meant to be interviewing me. But you know, here we here we are. Here we are. Um, maybe you can you. maybe maybe you can interview me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flip the switch or whatever that song is. <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, Mirko, take it away. Take it away, sir. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. We, we, we got this. Um, this is, this is, this is cool. Um, okay. So how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? How are you? Good. Um, obviously we don't need to introduce you because uh, people know who you are on your channel. Uh, so that's great. Um, I hope so. <laughs> oh, Chef, Chef Dan is asking, is that green tea, you vegan hunk? I know Chef Dan, so don't worry about him. <laughs> He's a good friend of mine. It's good, it's good. I miss you, Dan. Um, oh, happy birthday, King! Sorry, I had to do a shout-out. <laughs> shout-out shout out to, to Kane. Um, yeah. So, we got you on video. Yes. We got you here. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, last time, last time we covered a lot uh, the meaningful part of um, being yourself within the coffee industry. You do you. You don't give a flying f, and uh, it's working out quite well for you. So, <laughs> what we what we spoke about what we spoke about. Um, earlier today, I think it's something that we can we can touch base on. Uh, hospitality and accommodation, I was reading on The Age, has been the industry has been impacted the most by COVID-19 as far as job losses and uh, loss of businesses. Um, so can you share with us what's happening in the Prairie South Tierra precinct? Yeah, so um, uh Pretty much around here, small cafes and restaurants are just closed. Obviously, bars and clubs are closed, um, which is probably good for the revolving crowd. They probably needed, you know, some time off the hard drugs. But anyway, um, so Chapel Street, Chapel Street has lost a lot of its charm. Um, 
but it's for the greater good. As far as cafes go, um, ugh, like a lot of cafes have shut. Um, a few cafes I've seen around, uh, including South Espresso Brewers, where I've been working, um, we've just been doing takeaway and it's been all right. Uh, Ned's has reopened as well. Um, they're like a cafe bakery um, that I really dig. Uh, Lucky Penny on Chapel, I walked past there and they've got like a cute little setup um, for takeaway only. But the big question for me is how long can a business survive just doing that? And what is the coffee world going to look like after COVID? Because there's going to be a finite number of jobs with thousands of baristas that are looking for work. So, like, in my area, it's pretty chill. But Melbourne as a whole, I'm I'm genuinely concerned. Like, I'm genuinely concerned what that landscape is going to What I think is going, we're going to see, and it's quite logical, and without any emotions attached, unfortunately. I think we're going yeah. to see of, uh, how can I put it? A lot of operators which didn't have necessarily too much experience uh, opening a cafe in the first place and they were already struggling before COVID. Yeah. I think yeah. we are going to see them, unfortunately, some of them are going to just shut permanently. Um, my hope is that we're going to have still more jobs available because other cafes hopefully get a little bit easier once everything goes back to normal. But yeah. um, it's 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 unfortunate, and uh, I I just see I don't even I can't even see where it's going to be gloves or hand sanitizer or how is it going to pace out in terms of practical dynamics of the cafe um, yeah. but hopefully we'll, we'll be able to see businesses who are going to reinvent themselves and re-engineer themselves um, but as far as content creation goes is this at least does this give you a little bit of extra time to create content and reach out more people and entertain people who maybe have lost their jobs and give them a smile for Clip. Well, that's my hope, but here's here's the issue, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get real with you guys. So since this happened, everyone jumped online, which means there's an oversaturation in the market, which means there's less chance of whatever you're posting, if it's coffee related and it's like everyone else's, there's less chance of it getting to the top of people's feeds. So for me personally, I give less of a fuck about that or more about you the people because you know nobody likes being isolated but we have to get through this together and if i can add a little bit of fun to someone's day make them chuckle a little then everything was worth it um as far as like people jumping online and posting themselves and stuff like that what i worry is that baristas and uh, say new content creators who have started creating content during the COVID crisis, them not getting too much of a chance because the oversaturation in the market, if that makes sense. Um, so what I hope is that people don't rely on that as a job because um, it's like it, it's unique circumstances and it's a lot of work. It's not like a few months and you get, you know, maybe a couple thousand followers and then you can start influencing. It's like, it's a full thing you have to get into. 
Um, but it's cool seeing people being creative. That's what I've really been enjoying is seeing how creative people have been in isolation, um, whether it be embroidery that I saw today or um, just funny videos, people like setting up tents in their living rooms and shit. I love it. Love it. But for me, I just, I'm just going with the flow. Like I'm going through my own, you know, personal financial hardship. And everything else. So <laughs> if I don't feel like doing content on the day, I'm just not going to do it, but I'll be there for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I guess, aside from counting, you know, we all know you for also your amazing art. I mean, I struggle to draw a house, but, you know, is drawing and art, even if it's not posted online, giving you a little bit of a good headspace as a distraction from the storm of bad negative news around us? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, drawing and painting, like, I'll, I'll always try and do at least an hour a day. I always have because um, art was what I was into well before coffee, um, and I'll never change. Um, apart from that, though, uh, video games is great. Um, you know, if you're, if you're able to play online games with your friends, start a Discord channel and just hang out. Hang out, talk shit, play some games, kill some time. Like, Are you, are you on Twitch? You know, hmm? Are you streaming on Twitch while you game? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't stream on Twitch while I game. I can't even get a live stream and work on your page. What are you talking about? Look, here's the deal, and this and this is something I've promised myself. As soon as I have an internet connection that's good enough, yeah, I would totally be Twitch streaming. Like, if any of y'all play Rocket League out there or on Steam, add me. Bam, bar, lamb. Yeah, that's right. Bring it on. That's right. That's right. Bring it on. Um, yeah, so this is, um, like you said, a time where everything is sort of floating and we're kind of limbo. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we all we all kind of surrounded by insecurities and we're always surrounded by uh, negative thoughts, whether it's financial or others. I think that yeah. we you and I have a chance to kind of spread a little bit of positivity and say to people that things are going to get better and they're going to, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. This is just now. This is just now. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. That's right. That's right. And are you, what, what, what's, what's, what's a project? What's arts? Uh, what, what artsy project are you working on lately, recently? Ooh, um, so I've been working on uh, my portraiture art again, um, getting back into uh, painting, so different painting techniques. Um, I really want to push myself uh, uh, in painting. So I can do, like, uh, with watercolour oil paint, I can do realism or hyper-realism with watercolour. Um, and what I'm trying to do now is push myself to be more free and fluid with my brush strokes so I'm not, like, overthinking it and so I can get a piece finished in two days rather than, like, a month because I'm a perfectionist and my standards are too high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but seriously, though, I, I said I set more stupidest standards for myself. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so working on my painting technique um, and just doing a lot of portraits. Um, and then, yeah, still drawing. Like, I do a lot of life drawing um, just for, you know, to keep me 
it's just like riding a bike kind of thing. Like you just do a bit every day or doing scales on guitar or like, you know, whatever your thing is. Um, that's what I'm doing at the moment. I think it's a, it's a, it's such a good, you know, there's a, there's an element of gratitude around the time given to us to explore new hobbies. I've seen people online building puzzles or starting TikTok or uh, getting into pottery or drawing. And um, I think that the lucky ones that are able to do so, we give so many things for granted, like we were talking just then. And uh, glad to hear that your creative spirit is still up and running. And uh, yeah, don't be worried. Keep posting. Fuck, fuck the algorithm and the likes and all of it. We want to see more of you and probably your, your fans want to see more of you. And we all appreciate every time you put up an amazing piece of content, video or picture format. Oh, no, that is sweet. It's very, it's very nice of you to say. I, I hope, I, yeah, I just hope it makes someone happy. Um, I enjoy doing it, especially like the one I uploaded today. Um, <laughs> I was just feeling really sassy. Um, and yeah, like the slime video. That has nothing to do with coffee. I just put an AeroPress in it because it's hilarious. But no, I had AeroPress. That's coffee. <laughs> yeah, AeroPress is coffee related. Who knows? But yeah, like the slime video, I had so many DMs from people being like, "Thank you, like, thank you, just thank you for shenanigans." I'm like, "How are you, man? Anytime, anytime." That's beautiful, man. Like 100. And let me say hi to someone. Uh, Maximilian is in the house. I know, I know who he is. Um, and he mm -hmm. hashtag fuck the algorithm. I like that. Um, hope you well, man. Um, yeah, I, this is my philosophy too. Whether one person, 10 or a hundred tune in today yeah. on this live stream, if one person can feel better after five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes, that's great. And your slime video, I, I saw it reposted by another page, and I was like, wow, I laughed. Nobody has, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it done before. So that's that's what I like about social media and content creation. It's like, yeah, why didn't I think about it? <laughs> but that's that's my thing, though, is like, I even if people redo my stuff and they get more followers or likes or whatever, the difference between me and them is that I'll keep coming up with original ideas. So I'm never worried. I'm like, if I have a bad week, it's like, whatevs. I'll just think of something better next week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people are not stupid. I mean, it doesn't take long to see that your video was before other people's video. Uh, and I think we, we, are in a, we are in a world where a lot of people ask in the coffee industry, what's the boundaries and where are we going and what to push and not to push, innovate. And that's the same with you with content creation. You're constantly innovating and uh, you are, to my knowledge, not because we're live, I've said this to strangers and not, you are yeah. definitely one of the top coffee influencers that I, that I know of as far as oh, content creation you. goes. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I am, um, I... I've, yeah, it's, yeah, going, going back a couple of years ago when I actually started putting the like, media marketing, I just kind of made the decision, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I want to have fun doing it, and I'm, like, 
creating and conceptualizing crazy videos. I love it. It's just like drawing or painting. It's just another medium. Just like latte art. It's just another medium. Um, um, also, I just want to point out a really good comment by um, Perpetual Muffin. Um, she wrote, so far I've noticed businesses who don't pay their employees properly have closed, probably the better in parentheses, um, the businesses are playing by the rules and not tax evading to survive, hopefully. That is something I've noticed too, especially with like the restaurants that have closed on Chapel Street that I uh, hear through word of mouth that they're doing bloody dodgy still, which is just frustrating. Um, yeah, they closed first, for sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's... What comes that's around, what, what, what comes around goes around, they say, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay your stuff on the books. <laughs> so tired of it. Just do it. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, well, first of I mean, I do wait a hot pink slime through the AeroPress, by the way. Uh, you promised that to me. So when you do it, when you do it, uh, I expect to see it soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, going back on that comment, hopefully the good people will, will survive. And I think that often we forget that we're in the people business. So... Those businesses who had a good connection with their customers and they were not just driven by money, money, money will be supported more by the local communities. Yeah. Um, that's that's my not certainty, but almost certainty, but definitely definite hope. I know lots of amazing people out there who just the great, great people, and uh, hopefully they will survive. And uh, I think now, if anyone is listening and I know one is listening, actually, too. I think now for lots of businesses who are shutting down or limited their trade, it's time to double up their presence online. I think it's yeah. time to tell people and be discovered digitally by the people who are at home and say, hey, this is our story. This is when we started. This is where we are. This is what we do. Without selling, but rather creating awareness of the brand. Yeah, you're making it relatable to, to other people. And I think uh, as a marketing strategy at the moment for local businesses, that's exactly what you should be doing. Um, yeah, it's just, just making, putting a human face to a, to a cafe or a restaurant, I think is really important right now. Um, yeah, and that way people in the local community can, you know, see and recognize and feel that too. Um, but even with that said, I'm still so worried as to what's going to happen. It's, it's honestly the casuals and the part-timers that are really going to suffer in this like in 2020, really. Um, they're, yeah, there really is only going to be a finite amount of jobs because business, are, you know, choked as it is. So they're not going to be able to hire all the staff back that they let go. Um, and this is something I've been talking about with a few people and trying to strategize and, like, you know, as an online presence, what we should be uh, maybe suggesting or, you know, considering as other options for brands that won't be out of work, especially in Melbourne. Especially in Melbourne. People come, I moved from New South Wales to here to work in coffee, and now I think of the international people that moved here to work in coffee. That, 
would be part time. It's like, yeah, this is going to be huge, man. Yeah, I think we might see a shift in terms of. I hope that the government will look after those individuals more in terms of taxations. I think mm -hmm. I could see a barista doing a part time shift and uh, hop on a bike and become a a rider to ride food around, which is you know kind of self employed for half the week, but hopefully without being disadvantaged on a tax basis i think takeaway business will still be higher than it was before because a lot of people still will be doubtful of enjoying the food at the cafe um what i am worried about is that probably wage per hour expectations is going to go lower and lower uh, owners will be basically strapped up for cash and baristas will be unfortunately fighting for a job and they might unfortunately undersell themselves in terms of rates yes. this is and what I, I think we're gonna see like sorry coming from New South Wales we're having this conversation and that's a totally normal thing in Melbourne is negotiating your wages and you know if you really want a job maybe you will sell yourself for a dollar less in New South Wales it's just not the case people are just pay correctly otherwise the ATO will be up your ass I it really frustrates me since coming to Melbourne that this is the normal and it's still even it, even you saying that I'm like yeah that's exactly that's exactly what's going to happen and it shouldn't but it will because Melbourne hospitality is just like that and there's not enough accountability yeah <laughs> it's so frustrating to me Chapel Street only fifteen dollars an hour they're hurting themselves. And then getting the sack, and then having to pay hospital bills. Like, what world are we living in? Uh, yeah, I, look. Uh, to lighten up, I saw before a, a comment from Jimmy, uh, good old mate Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. Who's complimenting my moustache? I'm trying. Um, yes, definitely needed a little comment in between this. <laughs> heavy topic which is good i think bring awareness and what we are doing uh yeah. is extremely important for the community um i'm curious to see and hear from uh well i can name him uh, jorge raul rivera he's a famous farmer from el salvador and i'm gonna i'm gonna host him in a couple of weeks and i'm very curious to see a farm what they expect in the covid 19 crisis to look like because I think it's going to be yeah. a chain of events is going to revolve around green bean price, farmers' wages, mm -hmm. all the way to coffee in the bag, roaster impact, oh, yeah. all the way down yeah. to the barista who do the shot and the cost mm -hmm. of a latte. That's definitely for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, especially with all the countries staggering with their numbers as well. What if a country that's got their green beans still on lockdown, okay, cool, we can't get from there, or it's going to be, you know, an exponential, you know, cost to get it out of the country into Australia, and then it's going to be quarantine for extra time and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, when, when you go in, like, from literally farm to cup, I that's such a big thought. Like, that's such a big thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when we put that in perspective, we can find a little bit of a positive element within, which is 
the person next to us has always worth has always you know something worse you know it's like we can really really bond together we're lucky at least to be still in australia and eventually we'll get around it and uh, flow and we'll be okay yeah I'm we'll sure. be okay it's gonna take time like and, and yeah it's just gonna take time like it's gonna be static. it will take time um but like like you just said we will be fine like we will be fine it just it sucks right now but you know you and I putting out good content and sharing the love and you know making sure we're interacting with people and stuff like that like i think it's really important right now especially for people still in ice in australia we've like, we've been flattening the curve and like our pms like you can you know what bondi you can go back to the beach now that's where we're at and i thought i thought you know bondi would hopefully just be closed until you know 2021 anyway <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I like I mentioned well, Billy Well, like we're still yeah. dealing with it too. You know what I mean. I know what like, you mean. And look, I mean, uh yeah, I mean, I can I can relate quite closely in terms of what's happening back home for me. Uh we we're way luckier back home. there is really a lot of difficulties and uh, you know the other countries that are facing it hey which which is your home country just so everyone oh is yes. it Italy? I forget I'm, I'm from Italy originally um yeah that's true I'm from the west I forgot <laughs> um yeah so looking at us I think we can really feel how lucky we are as far as the virus go as well and how many people were Uh, at Frankston. <laughs> yeah. We uh, uh shit. Um we should have the doll office tomorrow. <laughs> I'm actually going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think we 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 lack in comparison to other countries were copping it way harder and their economy was already a little bit worse than us. So yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah. We we good the financial crash in 2007 2008 Greece holy shit <laughs> like then this on top of it yeah so we got to rely on we got to rely on us ourselves our people you know there's other industries that don't have the phone that we have uh we yeah. get together and we always have as far as even competition uh between barista competitions even between roasters it's always been good between the people because we love our people so we're going to share the love and uh, hopefully we're going to see some of the leader leading companies come out with some innovative way to generate workplaces and innovate and cure the aftermath but we'll be okay yeah 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 this is a hard time for businesses and it's a hard time for barristers because it's how yeah it's what you can afford but then there's also the people on the line it's it's very complex it's extremely complex um yeah. but like you just said i too hope that um the bigger coffee companies in australia will um you know continue to brainstorm and come up with a 
innovative ideas, um, not just to protect themselves, but hopefully to uh, ensure at least some of their staff can come back. I would personally really like to see that, but I understand the financial strain of most businesses as well. Um, but yeah, baristas out there, I do want to just say, respect yourself, know how much you're worth per hour, because that's what you're worth. You're, anything less than that is is silly. It's silly because you're worth more than that. And on that way, uh, be kind and love yourself as much as you can. Uh, be knowing that this is just temporary and look after, just uh, look after yourself and try to adapt and re reinnovate what you can do. Sometimes we need to take a step back, whereas moving back with the family, uh, selling mm -hmm. a piece of furniture, but that's okay. Most of those things is something that you can get back uh, when yeah. time will get better. So it's okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. be okay. Right now. Be Look at us, we're, <laughs> we're streaming online live and we've made it happen. <laughs> Hell yeah, we finally made it happen. I can't even figure that out. I don't, I, I think I might have to send an email to Instagram and be like, excuse me. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, 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 we might, we might. Or it was uh, just, you know, meant to be here and maybe more people have heard our message, which uh, it's actually even better. Owners need to abolish the casual employee thing. How would that work? The casual hospitality is an industry within itself. So it's mostly uni students and stuff. It's people studying. It's the, the part-timers and full-timers. Well, the full-timers have made a commitment. The part-timers are like, oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought. I, I think um, I think um, on that something that I've noticed in Australia compared to where I'm from is that the industry itself is not regulated as harshly as it is back home. So back home, for example, you have a limitation of cafe per street based on density and how hot spot the location is. Which in Australia it's not the case because anyone can open a coffee shop or a restaurant next to you, right in front of you, on top of you. I think that to have that thought that this person has shared, we would need a whole change of the industry and lifestyle. For example, having cafes opening a little bit later, um, yeah. which yeah. it doesn't happen because people don't drink coffee in the afternoon like we do in in, in Europe. So. Yeah, we might see interesting things around ours, um, and we'll definitely will see, I think, something to work out some better strategies around the virus as well, as far as safety goes, would be if businesses have different starting time. Like, Sorry? A business is going to cover the cost of that. Like if this, if, you know, the, the PPE and stuff like that, it's something that um, we would say have as an, like want as a necessary thing in hospitality. A business is going to cover that or are they going to expect their staff to pay for it? Because I've worked at plenty of places where I've had to buy my own apron, buy my own um, clothes and stuff like that. Even if it's branded by the company, still having to pay for it. So as far as protective equipment goes, like, it's hospitality, man. We always just expect to get shafted. So do you think, like, I'm, I'm literally asking, like, do you think businesses would cover the cost of that? I think businesses should look at the government and say, 
we're happy to accommodate new restrictions and uh, safety gear as mm -hmm. far as a certain percentage is uh, at a higher bracket of uh, reduction cost and claims when they do the you know, spreadsheets with their accountants. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what, what I think. I think a solution that if anyone is listening that makes rules, a small solution as as far as safety goes could be different businesses should have different starting time for their employees. So just imagine a classic cafe in the CBD and you have office, but you have starting time 8.30, 8.40, 8.50, 9 a.m. The rush will not be a crowd of people, but we will regular and then businesses will be able to expect a certain consistency of level of how busy it is, yeah. but we'll avoid a lot of people to get jammed in one spot at the same time. If starting time will be later by 10 mm -hmm. minutes even. That's my take. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and I think that's a great suggestion as well, like staggering times, that, that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Um, and staggering, you know, as much as we can stagger clientele to protect the safety of the clientele and the staff as well. I think that's really important. I think that's really important. Uh, yeah. Whoa, so many comments. Oh, guys. Right. No, I saw. Um, you you go and read the, a comment that you like to read. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Uh, wait. Um... Oh, please forgive me uh, if this comes across as rude, but have you been affected by the JobKeeper? How are you guys finding it? Um, have you applied for the doll? I mean, I've been really open about it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm, I'm finding myself in a weird position because I've actually owned a business for the first time in my life. Therefore, I'm on the other side. Um, Currently, I don't have any employees. I've been working a lot with contractors, so that's easy for me. But yeah, I've, um, the JobKeeper site crashed today, and I talked to a friend of mine that he works at the tax office. Um, I will apply, but I'm, I'm more, I haven't applied for Centerlink because I feel that I have enough to get me going for the next few months, and I'll be okay. And I think that a lot of people, not a lot, but the there have been a few who are going to take advantage and some money not going to go to people who actually need it. And yeah. uh, if I needed it, I would have jumped and queued up for two, three hours myself. I'm lucky mm -hmm. and grateful that I don't need to. Uh, but yeah. yeah, in terms of the job keeper, I, I do want it because that will be able to boost myself and able to provide employment for more and more people. When everything goes back to semi-normal, I will be looking for a couple of people to join my team and that will be able to speed up the process and I'll be able to pay their wages uh, straight up. So yeah, that's me. That's really cool. That's, that's really cool. See, I'm at the other end of the spectrum. So fun fact, um, I was in like an interesting work position when this took over. So I was meant to be starting a full-time job last week. Um, that was very exciting for. Uh, and it meant that when the JobKeeper payment uh, came available, I was actually only working two days a week as a casual at South Espresso Brewers for Winger, who I absolutely love to go, um, whilst waiting for the, the full-time job to kick in. 
So it actually meant for me that I wasn't eligible for fucking JobKeeper, um, even though my hours did get reduced because I was a casual and stuff like that um, and I was already under a little bit of financial strain. So um, I'm on JobSeeker, hopefully. Hopefully that comes through Friday. Um, yeah, the website's been crashing. I tried calling them on the phone. Um, that didn't work. Don't even bother. Um, but, yeah, I I am actually going to be braving the Centrelink lines uh, Thursday morning <laughs> um, uh, and see how I go because, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm in a position where I definitely need it. Um, and a lot of people are too, and for myself, um, it's been extremely confronting, as it is for most. And I do want to say to everyone out there who is applying to Centrelink who feels uncomfortable and you know, might feel like it's a show of pride and a little bit of shame, just own it. Like, we're all in this together. We're all in shit. If you need it, the government is helping us. And I've had to, I've had to go through this myself. Um, and this is for anyone else out there. It's like, it sucks, but you just got to do what you got to do to survive, man. And if it's three hours in the dull line, just take, take a DS with you. Play Nintendo. It'll be fine. And sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I really, unfortunately, see so many people who are so, unfortunately, scared of their own self-judgment and uh, like you said there shouldn't be any self-judgment for any type of scenarios situation it's difficult but um yeah yeah oh your turn were you gonna pick one? Uh, oh me um i i, I yeah but i'm biased I, I i i'm biased i know where i'm going where is it chef dan we won we want this will if we don't oh no hang on he's that's a confusing without the pretenders hood cafes will stand up and able to charge what they should be charging for food and coffee are you saying that the cost of food and coffee should be higher oh i think he means that we might be hopefully some of those pretend to be cool cafes will able to charge what they should be charging for food and coffee probably yeah higher okay yeah that makes sense he owns yeah. he owns a coffee shop yeah hopefully yeah and uh, kane kane blaber agrees with chefs then yeah i think that that, that that would be ideal i think i think that will be a trend moving forward with cafes like coffee's going up maybe 50 cents people can bitch and moan about it all they want but how else are we going to keep people employed if we're not charging a little bit more on tops and make sure that staff are paid correctly? Um, yeah, like what? I think people, yeah. I think clients will get really, really shitty about it. Um, but if you work in a cafe and they are putting up the prices, sell it in a way with a human face and just be like, these guys are paying me right, so it's really worth an extra 50 cents. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, come yeah. on, man. get shitty when, when you're like, oh, coffee's 450 now. And, you know, they'll be like, And we go back to what I was saying, like, even back home, we also regulate pricing. So 
there's a minimum and a maximum that you can charge for certain items in hospitality. So what happens is all coffee shops should be charged a little bit more for coffee, but the problem is that if good old mate Joe down the road undercuts everyone and charges $2 a coffee, like, or a dollar per cup, and we know where who it is without getting sued, uh, mm -hmm. then we're all stuffed because then it's going to be like coffee shops are not going to be able to uh, afford that. What I think we're going to see, because I have a, a background in the wholesale game of Ospo as well, I think we're going to see a lot of coffee roasters and wholesale businesses really fighting for more business and might be coming with sharper yeah. prices. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, unfortunately yeah. will impact origin. So I think mm -hmm. we're going to see more of that case. I think we're going to see a lot of businesses trying to get a better deal with their current suppliers. That's going to be like mm -hmm. the first month of reopening. A lot of cafes yeah. are going to sit down with each supplier and say, what are you going to do for me? And it's yeah. going to all come down to... Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be the Wild Wild West of coffee again. It's going to be coffee five years ago. Like, it's, it's going to be yeah. cutthroat, and you all better be ready for it. That's all I can say. Yeah. Man, do what you have to do to survive. I respect that. 100%. Well, Marco, this has been a lovely time. We've touched on many, many an intense topic, conversation. Um, even though this is technically your live stream, I'm sorry it's on my page. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm happy. Like I said, I think uh, we're going we're gonna to reach different type of people who follow you and don't follow mm -hmm. me. Uh, mm -hmm. And we had. We dropped some good content for them, and uh, I hope it helped one person. Who, hopefully, you know, some of the people that we talked to as well. I see some that came through, like Coffee Addict just came through. They've been coming from uh, my page consistently. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for having me. It was lovely. We should do this more often. Yes, I do. I do concur. This has been a very good conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chef, Chef Dan is offering a job uh, for you in Croydon, and he ca he's coming from my page. I know these boys. He's oh, offering where, you a job in Croydon. In Croydon? Is that in Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> You're confident, Dan. <laughs> I've heard of it. Don't judge me. Um, a lot of my time in Melbourne, so I moved here, was it six or seven? No, seven. How old am I? Oh, no. I think it was seven or eight years ago. Um, and I've pretty much just spent my entire time working, um, whether it be Southside or um, City or uh, very briefly, very briefly North. Um, so where is well. Chef's then just said the job was for me, and now Jules is joining. I don't know Jules, he's a good cat. Uh, apparently the job is for me. Thanks, Dan. Um, I'm, unfortunately, I'm vegan, and you, can't, you don't hire vegans. I know that. Oof. Oof. <laughs> bro, you PC, bro? It's 2020. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Um, also, I just want to uh, make a mention to Kane Blaber. Um, I read what you wrote, and I will be screenshotting that and um, posting it in my stories. Not to throw shade at whoever that business is, but I think 
um, sharing stories like this and having a sense of solidarity in this shitty or shitty times, um, I think will also be helpful to other people because I read that and it was absolutely fucked, bro. I'm really sorry that's happened to you. Um, yeah. Well, apart from that, oh, I think I think it's time. I think it's time to go. I know, I know. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I'm glad they worked out at least at your place. And, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to see some of you on other episodes. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have some fun with this at least. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Also, lovelies, uh, check out Moko's page as well, Coffee Fixation. Uh, he's doing a lot of live streams with a lot of um, – big names in the industry and also a lot of people I respect in the industry as well um, and they're giving their two cents either whether whether it be on this or interviews and stuff like that and he's doing that very regularly so I recommend going over to his page and checking that out um, and you're also putting your times and your stories as well for the live streams interviews sorry I missed that Oh, you're also putting your time like the times um, that you're doing the interviews and stuff like that um, in your stories yeah. so people can yeah, thanks. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, we we uh, uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it. There's been a great response from a lot of people that I've, I've been always looking up to, uh, even overseas or even people like yourself. So, and we go back to there, and I think it's a good way to close it. Also, uh, people are the best people, and we're gonna show it against the world a thousand percent. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, everyone stay awesome. Mirko, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having we'll, we'll, me. We'll talk. You and I will talk, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lovelies. Stay awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Let me out. <laughs> Bye. All right, lovelies. Thank you for chiming in. I know that was a lot of real conversation, um, but I think it's important that we start talking about it now. Um, well, at least in Australia, as we are from the curve and there are restrictions that are starting to be lifted, I'm looking at baristas and what they can, should be doing, uh, knowing your pay rates and stuff like that. Um, feel free to watch back through the live stream. We covered a lot of topics tonight. Um, but, yeah, I really hope everyone is safe and well and looking out themselves mentally and, um, yeah, like just just keep keep doing it day at a time day at a time and, and you'll be right this is not forever all right lovelies stay awesome let me out mm -hmm.